0: Who could they trade with and what could they get and what players might be available if they do trade down? We're going to cover all that and more coming up next on the Locked on Giants podcast. You are Locked on Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast, part of the Locked
1: on Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of the Locked on Giants Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. My name is Patricia Traina. Happy to have you with us. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day, or if watching on YouTube, your first watch of the day. And today's Locked On Giants podcast is brought to you in part by bet online bet online has you covered this season with more props odds and lines than ever before bet online where the game starts and on today's show ladies and gentlemen i'm going to answer a question that i've gotten quite often here on the Lockdown giants podcast when i do the weekly mailbag and that is what are some realistic trade down scenarios for the new york giants It's a question I get a lot, and quite honestly, you know, I know I've kind of glossed over it a little bit because for me, I've said in the past, I don't care what the Giants do as far as trading down as long as they come away with an extra first-round pick in 2023. Well, I thought about that, and I looked at the draft boards, I looked at the prospects, and you know what, folks, I'm willing to concede and, and, and give up that condition. Now, there is a scenario that I have where I that's built in but it's no longer mandatory for me all right and the reason for that is because this year's class is so deep in talent at so many positions of need for the giants that the value should be off the charts and by that i mean the giants could conceivably get a guy on day two say in the third round for example that any other draft class or any other draft year might go even higher, like day, round two or maybe even late round one. So in keeping in mind what, what Joe Shane, the general manager, had to say about um, the Giants getting more as many at-bats as he possibly could, I'm going to look for the at-bats. And if it means trading down here and there, so be it. You know? If I don't get the extra first-round pick in 2023, I'll worry about that later you know, let's, you know, hopefully I won't have to worry about it all. Hopefully Daniel Jones will step up and show he can be the franchise quarterback. And I don't have to worry about having to trade up for a quarterback next year. But anyway, let's take a look at some of these scenarios. And again, I have three and um, one for five, one for seven, and then one in general. So let's get to it. All right. The first scenario at fifth overall. Now, I am using, uh, just so you know, I am using the Jimmy Johnson trade value chart, which tells you, you know, how many uh, points each pick is worth. And I am also using Sports Information Services Big Board. So I will post links to both of the charts that I am using in the show notes if you want to go back and look at what I'm referring to. All right, so at number five, what would be a realistic scenario, a trade-down scenario for the Giants at number five? Well, according to the chart, the fifth overall pick in the draft is worth 1,700 points. So I have a scenario where maybe the Seattle Seahawks, who hold the ninth overall pick in the draft after trading with Denver in the Russell Wilson deal, um, That pick, that ninth overall pick, is worth 1350 points. Um, That is a difference of, what, about four, no, about three-something, if I'm not mistaken, about three-something. So anyway, here's what I could see the Giants doing with Seattle, if, of course, Seattle wants to trade, and if Seattle doesn't trade for Baker Mayfield, as is now suddenly being rumored. The Giants and the Seahawks trade spots. The Giants taking uh, pick number nine. Seattle moving up pick number five to get their quarterback ahead of the Panthers. And since the Seahawks have picks number 40 and 41 in the second round, if I'm the Giants, I want one of those picks. Preferably 40, but I would I would be okay with 41. Now here's my thinking, folks. Based on several mock drafts, if the board falls the way these mock drafts are projecting, the Giants should should have their pick of the litter amongst the offensive tackles. All right, so let's say, for example, the Giants are on the clock at number five, and all three of Iki Iquanu, Evan Neal, and Charles Cross are on the board. Well. Seattle comes calling and says, "Hey, Giants, we want to trade up." Okay, great. You want a quarterback? We'll swap spots with you. So now, the Giants, as we know, they pick at 7. So even in worst-case scenario, Carolina, who many people think is quarterback needy as well, let's say they pick an offensive tackle. The Giants still have a choice of two picks, two tackles. Okay? That I'm I'm I'd be surprised if the Giants uh, don't have all three of those tackles graded highly. Obviously one is going to be graded the highest amongst the three and um, I'd be surprised if, if there's any of those three not on the Giants draft board. So if you're the Giants and you take that trade offer from Seattle assuming it's made, you can still get your offensive tackle at number seven. Now at number nine you probably won't get a Kayvon Thibodeau you might not get an Aiden Hutchinson, who was probably going to go earlier, but you could probably still get a pass rusher if that's what you want. You might be able to get even a cornerback, assuming that the Jets don't swoop in and take a sauce Gardner. So the point being is is you could still get a solid defensive player if you drop down to number nine if you're the Giants. So you will come away with two guys who can be day one starters for you right out of the chute. And, you know, if the Giants in Seattle can swing such a trade, I would be totally on board with that. You know, to get an extra second round pick, you're talking an extra pick in the top 50, let alone the top 100. So I'd sign up for that in a heartbeat. Now, would you? You let me know. Let me know in the comments if you're watching on YouTube or send me an email. Let me know what you would do. All right, so that is my first scenario, my first trade-down scenario that I would consider if I'm the Giants. What are my others? Stick around, I'll tell you after this. All right, Giant fans, we have more coming up on today's Locked On Giants podcast. But first, BetOnline.net is the only place that offers the best information on the latest odds contests and player props for all your sports betting needs no matter what sport you're into betonline.net has you covered plus they offer everything you need to know for live betting and your favorite vegas casino games so head on over to betonline.net today to learn more about the trends and action bet online where the game starts <laughs>
1: if you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, Giant Fans, welcome back to the Locked On Giants Podcast. I am Patricia Trina. We're talking trade down scenarios for the New York Giants. What are we, what's realistic? And what would I do? What what would be acceptable in my eyes? Well, thank God I don't have to make that decision. That's up to Joe Shane, obviously, but I'm just kind of looking at things and trying to figure things out and, you know, handicap this whole thing for you. And I came up with three scenarios. I just talked about one in the previous segment. And I'm going to talk about a scenario now that involves a trade down from number seven. And this one, ladies and gentlemen, involves the New Orleans Saints, who is a team that... Of late, there's been some whispers that maybe the Saints might want to come up and make a trade with the Giants. Alright, so hear me out on this one. First, let's talk about points. The seventh overall pick in the draft is worth 1,500 points. The Saints are at uh, number 16 in the first round. That pick is worth 1,000 points. So we are talking a difference of 500 points. So here's how I can see this potentially or hopefully playing out if we were doing a mock. At number five, the Giants have their pick of the three offensive tackles on the board. They make their pick, whether it be Cross, whether it be Equanu, whether it be Neal. At number six, the Panthers are either going to go offensive tackle or quarterback. All right. Either one doesn't matter to me. Now, if you're the Saints, you're probably going to wait till next year to get your quarterback because this quarterback class, I, I, I just I'm not as sold on it as I think some people are. But here's the thing that's that the Saints can do. Trade up to get an offensive tackle, whatever offensive tackle is left on the board, because after the big three are done, that's it. You've got a little bit of a drop off in terms of, you know, plug-and-play ready guys. So if you're the Saints and you see the Giants took an offensive tackle and let's say the Panthers take an offensive tackle, you probably want to slide into the Giants' spot there at number seven so that nobody else can grab that offensive tackle and beat you out of that. So what would it cost New Orleans if they were to trade into the Giants' spot at number seven? Well, obviously it would be uh, pick number 16 overall, which is in the first round. And I also have them giving up uh, pick number 49 in the second round. Uh, That's worth 410 points. And I would also say throw in a conditional fifth round pick in 2023 that, um, and you can set the terms, whether it be, I don't know, certain number of wins or whatever the case might be, um, throw in a conditional pick that can turn into a potential fourth rounder next year. That's how you get some more bats for down the line. I'd be fine with that as well. All right, so uh, this way the Giants get their offensive tackle and the Saints can get an offensive tackle. Now, the next question here that we have to answer is who might be on the board for the Giants in the first round if they were to move down to number 16. So let's take a look at SIS, and I'm just gonna read you some of their names that they have in that, uh, I'm gonna go and rank, uh, let's see, on their big board from spot 12 to about 20. So amongst the names that might be appealing to the Giants include linebacker Devin Lloyd of Utah, Georgia edge rusher Trayvon Walker, um, who I think personally is going to go a little higher than that, but you never know. We'll see. Um, but I'm just going off with the big board, like I said. Uh, also on the board, nose tackle Jordan Davis from Georgia. Um, Georgia linebacker Nakobe Dean. Wide receiver Garrett Wilson from Ohio State. Penn State Safety, uh, Jaquan Brisker at number 17. Center, Tyler Linderbaum from uh, Iowa. Um, Safety, Daxton Hill from Michigan. And at uh, number 20 would be wide receiver, George Pickens. Now, if I'm the Giants, I trade down. I'm probably going to go with one of the safeties. Because, again, I'm not so sure those edge rushers are going to be there. If they are, you know, then that's that's a no-brainer for me, but you can also get a decent edge rusher, I think, in in day two of the draft. So I'm probably gonna go with one of the safeties there if I trade down to the Saints spot at number 16. So that's how I would approach it. Again, agree, disagree, you know what to do. Leave a comment, send me an email. Always fun to get up a discussion with everybody. right? Especially with Twitter Tuesday coming up tomorrow. So, all right. Now, what is my wild card scenario? Stick around and I'll tell you in a moment. All right, Giant fans, we have more coming up on today's Locked on Giants podcast. But first, Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, but without the calories and without the sugar. Most Built Bars contain about 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein, and they taste great. Bilt Bar offers nine amazing flavors in nut and nut-free variety, plus a rotating, limited-time offering of different flavors that changes up every few weeks. So head on over to BiltBar.com today and see what their current flavor lineup looks like, and use our special promo code LOCKED15, d L-O-C-K-E-D to save 15% off your first order. That's code LOCKED15 for 15% off,
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, Giant fans, welcome back to the Locked On Giants podcast. I am Patricia Trena. And before we get into my final trade-down scenario, just a quick programming note, Twitter Tuesday tomorrow. As always, or as usual. Then on Wednesday, just so you know, um, on Wednesday, the Giants are opening their uh, voluntary mini camp to the media. I don't know how much we'll get to see or what we'll get to see, but um, the media will be allowed to see some of it, and that will be on Wednesday. Now, this mini camp is the extra mini camp that the CBA allows coaching staffs to have. they have a new head coach so it is a voluntary camp and uh disclaimer folks don't get too hung up on who's there and who's not there you know because they're just getting started and uh you know we'll see i'm sure it'll come out who's there who's not there but i'm not going to get too worked up one way or another in april i'd get more worked up if guys start missing otas but that's just me all right also on wednesday is um Joe Shane's pre-draft presser. All right. So, the plan is is I will probably do a show for you on Wednesday covering the mini camp and um I want to cover the mini camp obviously if if we see enough to, that's worth covering and also the presser. So, I may wait until I get home to record that. It all depends on the schedule. Right now I don't know what time The Giants are going to do everything, so I'll have to see how that works out. I should know by the time I type uh, Twitter Tuesday, and I'll be able to tell you what I'm going to do um, once I have that schedule. So, all right. Um, And then also, I am working to get you another guest for this week, so uh, we'll see how that comes along. Always uh, looking to get different perspectives here on the Loughlin Giants podcast, and uh, just keep plugging. You know, we are getting so close to the draft. Can't wait. All right, folks, one more trade-down scenario for you. This one is probably a long shot. I don't think this will happen, but you can't rule it out. And here's what I have. Pittsburgh, who has the 20th 20th overall pick, worth 850 points, trading up to the Giants at number seven. Now, you are talking quite a a big difference there. So what could the Steelers give up to make up the difference to 650 or so points? You're giving up if you're the Steelers. I think obviously you want the 20th overall pick. You probably want I would say a third round pick in this instance. Um, Let me see, Pittsburgh is next on the board in the third round where Uh, at pick number 84 so that's worth 170 points and here's where I would ask for the Steelers 2023 first-round pick because there's just such a wide gap here if I'm gonna trade down that far I'm going for the moon that's just how I am now the Steelers might turn around and say nah you're not getting it and I'm gonna say okay then I'll stay put or they might say, you know what, we want one of those quarterbacks really bad. We'll give you what you want. And um, I could see that happening. You know, um, the Steelers, even though they have, they signed Mitch Trubisky, um, you know, they need some competition in there. And I could see them potentially looking to get a quarterback in this draft class. Um whether or not, you know, they, they feel one of these guys is, is a franchise quarterback, you know, that I don't know. I Obviously, I don't cover the Steelers, but uh, wouldn't rule it out. And here's the other thing, you know, people might say, well, yeah, the Giants could maybe trade down with Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh always usually, you know, they usually pick towards the bottom of the draft every year, you know, the bottom of the round, I should say. So what? I mean, if you've got to package those picks up to move up next year because you need a quarterback and you're the Giants, better you have them. Who cares where they fall at that point, you know? So that's how I see it. And that's that's probably the most realistic scenario. I could see the Giants, you know, maybe trading uh, trading down to get an extra first-round pick in next year's draft. Now, I mentioned some of the players who might be on the board, but let's take a look at the the bottom part of the draft just in case, you know, the board gets a little screwy. Uh, let's see, I mentioned the safeties. All right, so at number 20, uh, Sports Information Solutions has wide receiver George Pickens from um, Georgia. By the way, I don't think I would go with a receiver in, in the first round if I'm the Giants. I mean. Maybe they feel differently, but I don't think I would go receiver. But um, at pick number 20, uh, rank number 21, I should say, cornerback Trent McDuffie from Washington. Then we have Penn State receiver Jahan Dotson. Guard Zion Johnson from Boston College is at 23. Cornerback Andrew Booth Jr. from Clemson at 24. Tackle Trevor Penning at 25. If it, hey, if I'm taking a tackle at number five, I don't think I take another tackle here. Uh, safety Jalen Pitry from um, Baylor at 26. So, those are some of the names that might be in that range if the Giants were to trade down with the Pittsburgh Steelers in the first round of the draft. Now, again, this is all just opinion, we don't know how the board is going to actually fall. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's going to be interesting, certainly, to see how it falls and what the Giants do. And again, I don't think the Giants are going to be married necessarily and insist that they get an extra first round pick next year. It would be nice, but I don't think that's going to be a deal breaker if, if, uh, if I'm Joe Shane for the reasons I mentioned before. And that is, if you can come away with more picks in the top 50, top 100 of this year's very rich class, you go for it. Get these people in here. Let them learn from the bottom, you know, from the ground floor, and then next year when your salary cap is a little healthier and you have maybe fewer needs, then you start to fill in the you know what, what holes are left over. And that includes if you need to go and get a quarterback. So that would be my strategy. Those would be my proposals. Hopefully that answers your questions, everybody. Um, I know, again, a lot of you asked me about the trade down, and uh, I promised I would get to it and uh, did the research and curious to hear what you think. So, all right, that is going to do it for us here on the Loud Giants podcast. Again, thank you for making us your first listen of the day or if watching on YouTube, your first watch of the day, Twitter Tuesday tomorrow, you know what to do. Information's in the show notes. Send it to... Uh, on Giants podcast at gmail.com. Tweet it to me at Patricia underscore trainer with the hashtag Ask P-Train. And uh, get those questions in by, uh, if you get them in by about 7 o'clock on Monday, I should be able to get them all into the, um, into the mailbag. So looking forward, as always, to seeing what you have to say. Until then, everybody, have a great one.